0: I, um, I have a dog named Cheryl, thank you very much. Yes. I call her that because she smokes Virginia Slims. I'm like, Cheryl, i time you're on? And she's like, oh, I can't stop. I love like, it makes my paws look so lady You And people make fun of me because I take her everywhere. Like, she's my support animal, you know? Like, she's my emotional support animal. And people are like, how does she like, emotionally support you? And I'm like, well, when I travel I put my drugs in her like, blood. How do you talk? Hey, Jaded, Jaded, like you anticipated. Hey, haters, gonna hate it, and yet it's X-rated. Let my words get you faded. Jaded. Mano, vamos ficar jadeada. Ah, vamos lá. Ooh, we did it. Ten, nineteen at night. I'm in Phoenix. I'm inside Satan's asshole. Just sweaty here at all times. Even more than when I was in New Orleans. Do you think that when WAP came out, everybody in Arizona was like, yeah, duh, obviously. We're all wet all the time. Every part of us, not just our buzzies." Well, we did it. Welcome to Jaded episode 16. This bitch is on the road. I just finished my seven o'clock show at CB Live and it was incredible. It was incredible. I, I like... You know, I, I told you guys, I always tell you, I'm always in my fucking head about selling tickets, but I showed up. There was like, I want to see a couple hundred people. It's a big venue. It was all filled. Everyone was there. You could feel the energy. My opener my, and my host were great. It was, um, It was her first time featuring. And now I'm like not saying her name and I'm being a dick, but I just finished the show and I'm a little bit stoned. Um, but I'll tag her on everything. But anyway, it was, it's just cool seeing people do their thing. It makes me always very reminiscent and I feel like I'm an old lady, but I'm always like, well, what one time when I was on the road, Bobby wouldn't let me go on stage when they called my name and like, you should go to the front of the stage. It's more effective. Like, what the fuck do I know? I don't know anything, man. I don't know shit, but I could not sleep last night. Could not sleep. That I think that's my least favorite thing in the entire world, besides poverty and death and you know, all the horrible thing and racism and shit. But I cannot fall asleep. I'm too anxious. My thoughts are racing. People are like, calm down, get yourself grounded. I'm like, tell that to my brain. Um, but yeah, hello guys. Hi, look, I understand. This has been kind of a shackity-dackity podcast. No video, just audio of me in a hotel room. But I promise, stick with me. This is going to get, it's going to get bigger. It's going to get better. It's going to get more jaded. We're going to be doing video episodes very soon, but it's just been a little bit hectic and I've been on the road, but I don't know. part of it. I kind of enjoy doing these one-on-one raw dogs, with you guys because I get to just kind of like talk and be myself and really talk from my heart and not feel like I have to like be someone, no one to be, just like the Reiki girl said, no one to be, and it feels nice. I'm just in my hotel room, pretty sick sweet. I have to admit. The bed is like very desert themed. I'll show you guys a photo somewhere. And everyone's very sweet here because everyone's dying from heat stroke. It's like comedically high high stress. I mean, high heat. I mean, I shouldn't have smoked a joint before I did this. No, it's, it's like intense heat. Like outside, it feels like comedically, you're just under a heater. It's just like, is there somebody walking around with a heater playing some kind of prank on me? Is Ashton Kutcher going to come out? By the way, I don't know if you guys know this, but I was on Punk'd like the very last season. I think I might've already talked to you about it, but I don't know. Yeah. I was on punked on the last season and wow. It was not like the Ashton Kutcher days. I'll tell you that I've just been going from thing to thing to thing. And it's been so crazy and so busy, but it's so exciting doing this hour as a musical. You guys God, I'm going to get emotional if I talk about it, but it is the most exciting thing I've ever done. And it's like, I, of course I have moments of questioning it. Like, Oh my God, this might be garbage. Nobody's going to like it. Everyone's going to make fun of me. They're going to go Bo Burnham is a genius. And Jade's just like a weird fucking cereal bag knockoff. You know what I'm talking about when you buy the cereal and it's just in the bag. Any immigrants out there? Um, But I love it. I think it's like the first thing I've ever really done that like I've worked on that. I'm like, no, I love this. You know, it's not perfect. It might be dumb, but I can't wait to see it up on its feet after all this work it's interesting because like, you know, I'm telling jokes and I can see people laughing kind of with me and, you know, they're like hanging on every word. Can you guys hear the ice machine outside? Ah, Can I help you please? We're doing a podcast. Hello. No, but like, yeah, so I'm doing jokes and I can hear people's, people's expressions and people, you know, people kind of laughing and looking and laughing and enjoying it. But like, when I'm singing these songs and not every line is funny, you know, and I, I don't really know what to do with my body and my face yet. Like I'm a weird contestant on the voice who's never done it before. Like I, I do see their faces like, uh, does she have this? Like, I don't know if they're fully confident in me yet because I'm not fully confident in me in that part yet, but I can tell you this much. I'm going to keep practicing it until I'm a fucking star out there. It is. I got to be, you know, I got to own it. I got to own it. And I think the more I do it, the more comfortable it feels. Cheryl was in the back in the green room and a waiter came in and she was like "Ah!" attacking his feet. She has a thing for black shoes. I've said it before. Whoever abused her had like black heavy boots, but I could hear her like fucking (laughs) yelling at the top of her little dog lungs. Like "Ah!" while I was on stage and I was like, is someone killing my dog? What's happening? Oh, also the sound guy like started one of the songs too early. It was really funny for me just to hear the music start randomly while I'm talking, and I'm like, "Not yet, sweetheart, not yet." There was a, a father-son duo right in the front. And, oh, the poor son! I made so much fun of him. <laughs> I just kept pretend hitting on his dad. I, the dad was good-looking, but you know, I wasn't actually hitting on him. I promise. Um, but it was—it's fun to see the the kid. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, you guys are gonna have a very quiet very quiet ride home but yeah I do have these little moments on stage you know where like my entire um not career but like my entire life as a stand-up kind of flashes by me just all the moments of fear and like insecurity on stage and just being up there and feeling so free it still does fascinate me it still does it, it still feels so exciting and weird and new, even though I've been doing it for so long, just having, having this newfound like, I don't give a fuck attitude is just feels so good. And people are so grateful to be out of the house. They really are. Everybody is so grateful and so excited to be out of the house. You can really feel, you can really feel the energy. You can really feel the energy. But um, I've just been obsessed because I've been kind of on the road and on my own. I've been obsessed with the show Pose. Is anybody else into Pose? Can you tell me? The beginning, I just always think of it. Live, work, Pose. I just, I love it. And, you know, it's so interesting getting a glimpse of, you know, just the trans community, one. But also, what an incredible fucking... Like ballroom community they created, and like you know, I'm obsessed with RuPaul, and it's just like all his little isms, just the ten, ten, tens across the board, and like all the little like ballroom darling. It's like that's who exactly who I want to be. I just love it. I love like how they just created this place for themselves because these opportunities weren't available to them, and they just were living in this world of fantasy and beauty and glam, and I love it. But also, it's pretty fucking scary because I mean, the AIDS epidemic was. Just taking everyone in the gay community. It was just, I, you know, I was so young. I didn't, I didn't really even understand until now. And you know, it's still fucking a, an epidemic. It's still, I mean, it's like forty years later, and AIDS is still a thing. Hello, we're just not scared of it because we just went through COVID, which was fucking scarier than AIDS. Wow, this is such a feel-good podcast, you guys. I'm just going to be talking about <laughs> diseases and how people are dying. And you're like, more, please talk about people dying. No, but I just fucking love Pose, and I have such a crush on Angel. Ooh, I just think she's amazing. I just think the entire cast is so good. And I watched, um, I watched him on Broadway. I watched um, Kinky Boots when I was still doing Manhattan Love Story and. I was just so like, everybody has to go see Kinky Boots on the, on the cast. And so they wrote it into one of the episodes and, um, it was just like so exciting. We went to go see Kinky Boots and then, um, and then we shot a scene on Broadway. Like, can you imagine? I was like a Broadway kid who dreamt of being on Broadway my entire life And then I got to shoot a TV show on Broadway. It was like, ah, my little brain like couldn't even take it. And I wasn't even really ready because like I didn't even really fully enjoy it until like now looking back on it, right? We got to fucking enjoy stuff as we go because, you know, otherwise you're going to look back on it and be like, I wish I had done it. I wish I had done it. But man, how fun. I also was going to do my last episode of this. Podcast while I posed for my friend Samantha McCurdy, who's just a fucking brilliant artist. And it actually turns out that you can't be talking and moving when you're posing for a portrait. Uh, Who knew? Who knew? Guys, just be happy that it's just a snap of a photo because I had to sit for this portrait for maybe only even an hour. And it was one of the most mentally difficult things I'd ever done. Like once I fell into like, you know, just a really cool, weird, like meditative zone, it was cool. But the beginning, I was just like every minute passing by, like I was just everything hurt. Like I felt like I couldn't really hold anything. It was just like very scary and weird. And then I was like, ah, and then I fell into this weird, like zone of meditation. And I have, to, I have to say it was very pleasurable once I got there. I can't wait to show you guys the portrait. She does this thing. It's like a very Italian way of painting when she just like smears the whole thing um, in brown paint, brown oil paint. And then she kind of takes a towel and kind of wipes away all the little edges and all the pieces. And then she comes into the shadows with brown. And then like, but just watching her, I was like, oh my God, like. I just was so mesmerized by her, like just watching her in her element. You know, she's one of those friends that's been really, really, really supportive. And she's come to like a million of my shows. And just seeing her like in her element like that, I was like, oh my God, Samantha. I just felt so cool. She did this thing where she would like look at me and straighten her arm out right and straight, you know, like in front of her. And then she would just like kind of measure it. And she had her like, you know, her all, her white outfit that was like covered in brown paint. It was real cool. I was just like, look at you. Look at you. My friend, the artist. I felt so proud. And I love the portrait. Like, obviously, it's just the first sitting, so it doesn't have a lot of details. But I'm just, like, obsessed with the portrait. I'm such a vain bitch. I'm like, oh, my God, it looks like me. I love it. But it is really exciting just to have something. And it's funny because she goes, okay, you have to think about, like, how you want yourself immoralized. Like, how are you going to go down in history? Like, this painting will live forever forever. And I was like, well, I don't know how I feel about my body right now. And she was like, you don't have to be naked. And I was like, oh, (laughs) but should I be naked? I should be naked, right? So I ended up wearing this kimono that used to be my dad's. My dad uh, spent some time in Japan. I think I've talked about it before in high school. So he has this kimono and I was just watching, you know, watching her paint me as I'm like wearing my dad's kimono. I'm like such a, another circle of life moment. There we are. Um, Billy Porter, that's who I was thinking of. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm stoned and going everywhere, but Billy Porter is in Pose. He he plays Pray Tell and he is like just such a genius. And I met him when he was on Kinky Boots and he was such a sweet man. And, um, I read an article somewhere that he himself has lived with HIV for many years and just what a role of a lifetime where he gets to fully be himself in a way where he tells a story that's affected him so deeply. Like, I mean, he, you know, he tells the story of being this gay kid in this very Christian household and um, you know, being on his own and without his family and then having HIV and seeing, you know, all his partners and friends die from HIV and then being part of the ballroom and being part of that community and being a you know, a father to all his children and um, and then you know, slowly dying from HIV and having to go through apologizing to his family and reconnecting with his family and like, Oh my God, that is like, what a dream. Like I want to play, you know, I want to do something where I get to play myself and I'm working on it. I will get there. But like, yeah, just like showing people what this life is like. It's a bizarre life. Like I'm in just this hotel room by myself. I've gotten really good at like packing my little snacks and all my little secret ways to travel that I've learned through the times. One thing that I'm really proud of that I'll share with you guys is have I told, now I can't remember if I've been saying any of this stuff before, but I'm just going to say it again. I don't give a fuck. When I pack my lotion, I put it into like old medicine bottles, you know, old like cap bottles. It screws on and it never leaks. And you can only take a little bit of your expensive lotion lotion, so it doesn't get taken away. Because you know those TSA people are taking your fancy shit. Like mm, this is not the amount of ounces you can take. You're like, bitch, you know, you just want that lotion. You just want that lotion for yourself. But yeah, it's a bizarre life. Like, and I I really, like, I enjoy it. I enjoy kind of the weird solitude of it, which is bizarre because then you're like in front of so many people, you know? You have an effect on so many people's lives. Like, I'm not saying I'm like changing lives with my vagina jokes, like, but, you know, We all were part of this moment that happened together tonight, right? Like only those people that were present in that room, even if people watch it, they won't have the same experience. Only only me and those people in that exact room had that experience all together. Something about that is so beautiful to me. I think it's why I have such a hard time with filming stand-up. I've definitely talked about that before, but like so much of the magic for me is like the energy that happens in the moment. We're just like all, we're all laughing at that you know, at the kid who like brought his dad to the comedy show, you know, they're going to go home and, and, you know, tell the mom, I don't know if there's a mom in the picture, but I'm just like, just come with me here. Come on this journey with me. They'll go home and tell the mom like, oh man, they gave him such a hard time. It was so funny. And then, you know, she'll be like, oh, I wish I came. Well, it was, it was just the, it was just the guys tonight, sweetheart. Next time. (laughs) And I don't know, it's like, I don't, people that have families and that do this, I'm in such awe because it really is difficult to like remain in the rhythm of regular life when you're doing this all the time, like just on the road all the time. It's kind of bizarre. I think that's why why all comics kind of relate to each other. Obviously, it's like we all live this weird fucking life. Like though, even the way I pack my luggage, I've just become this weird little OCD and, uh. Tomorrow I have to record another character. I am submitting to SNL this year. It's very exciting. It's something I've always wanted to do but never felt like I could. And then all of a sudden I got this newfound confidence. Thanks to you guys. Thanks to my thanks to my five fans who are really there for me. No, thanks to you guys. Honestly, doing this podcast has made me feel so much more in control. I mean, don't get me wrong. It is a pain in my fucking ass. It is so much work. And it's just going to be even more work and money. But it is so fulfilling to just get to talk and say whatever the fuck I want. I mean, half of the time I think it's garbage and I feel bad that I'm putting it out. But the act of actually doing it, just ah, releasing is so exciting. And plus, I'm so awake. After shows, you do get this crazy adrenaline. Like, my God, my God, the world is open again. It was you know, we were in this weird retrograde and now it's passing through and now the world is open again and people are just fucking going to go nuts, man. I was at the airport. Was it today still? Yesterday. I arrived yesterday. I was at the airport yesterday and it is pandemonium again. Pandemonium, pandemonium, pandemonium. (laughs) Say one word, a lot of, say that word a lot of times and see if it, how it sounds to you. Do it right now. Pandemonium, 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 pandemonium. Like it is fucking crazy. I honestly, I need to find somebody who can give me Xanax. Hey, if anybody's on my Patreon and wants to give me Xanax, could you please send me some? Just getting through the airport is like, if I didn't have clear and have all that shit, I would just, and I would have to stay in line for like an hour. I would lose it. I don't have it in me anymore. I could feel myself just getting like, I'm having a hard time making eye contact with people because I'm so socially awkward right now. Just like It's too much for me. I don't know what changed within me, but now I'm like, it's too much. There's too many people and too many smells and too many sounds. Can you become autistic later in life? Because I feel like that's what's happening to me. I'm like becoming more and more uncomfortable in public once again now that I'm older Nobody really prepares you for what happens when you get older, right? Everyone's just like, you'll be wiser. I mean, we know that eventually like we all shit ourselves, but you know, what are you going to do? I have some more cities in the books, which is exciting. I'm going to be headed back to Texas because I just want it to be hot everywhere I go. Just hot. Just go back to Texas and then I'm going to be in New York and I haven't been in New York since COVID and I, could not be more fucking excited. I've been obsessed with In the Heights. That's all I can think about still. In the Heights. I only did it enough so we can still play it. Right, Dylan? Dylan's listening to this like, why the fuck am I part of this podcast? What did I do to deserve this? I can't stop singing in the Heights. I'm obsessed. Look, if Lin-Manuel Miranda, if we could get together and write, there needs to be a musical about Brazilian people. The music would be incredible. I mean, Brazilian culture already lends itself to so much music. The the people are so colorful. We could have Samba. It could be about Ipanema. It could be about all the Brazilian foods. I mean... Look, I I know I'm not really saying any kind of storyline. I'm just naming Brazilian things. Soccer balls, wax. No, but I would love to do a musical about the journey of a girl who returns to her home country, but she's all lost and it's like all a musical. Is anybody out there good at doing this? Can they help me out? I need you. I need you. Guys, I don't know if there's much left in me, but I feel like I've only been talking for like five minutes. That can't be an interesting podcast. I got to go do something crazy. I've been looking up stuff while I was in Phoenix. You know, I always want to do something crazy. And I found this place that is like a butterfly. I don't know what they call it. But it it's part of the aquarium, but it's like a butterfly escape. And I just want to go and see some butterflies land on me and see if I'm lucky. When my mom was pregnant with me, she was on a commercial. It was like a, a public service announcement kind of commercial thing where she was like walking through this beautiful field and, you know, they're talking about all the dangers of like, you shouldn't smoke when you're pregnant, you know, stuff people didn't really know in the eighties just yet. And my dad, and I've always known about this video, by the way, like it's been a video that I've been looking for like my whole life because truly that is my very first performance. If you think about it, I'm inside my mom's womb, just smiling out there, overacting, going like, let me have a spotlight. But my dad just told me the other day. I didn't I never knew this, but he told me the other day that as the camera passed him and his friend cuz they asked him and his friend to like be, be basically be extras in it. They had cigarettes like on each one of their fingers, like just like standing there with those cigarettes like on each finger, like just joking around. I was like, "Dad, mom's finally gets a break doing this like modeling job, acting job, and you're like in the background making fun of it. I couldn't believe it. I mean, it's it's also funny. Of course, it's funny. And I'm sure they got a good laugh. But I was like, dad, I couldn't, be- I couldn't believe that you would do that. And my mom is like, I could have been had a career if it wasn't for that thing that your dad did during the public service announcement I booked. But I am dying to find that video dying. If you guys haven't done it, honestly, I really recommend going through old home footage. You really do see so much of who you are already, like as a kid. And it's so fascinating to me to have that. I also have a lot of like memories that flash up to me when I watch old videos, like very nostalgic, like smell specific or taste specific, like The other day, somebody was wearing shoes from Melissa. I don't know if you guys know this place, Melissa. They have these like little rubber, it's like rubber shoes and rubber purses. I love their stuff. I think it's brilliant. I don't know if the plastic's like biodegradable, but I love it. I don't know anything about it besides that. I love it. And it smells so good. It's like this weird cotton candy, strawberry smell that smells just like my dolls did when I was little. And they really, really pull on those nostalgia strings because every girlfriend that I know that wears it is like, don't you love the smell? Doesn't it smell like those, like, it smells like those strawberry shortcake dolls, right? And we're all like, yeah. So there's totally something to that. Like hitting us in this part of our life when we were still so naive and young. And honestly, we were like, you know, before we knew Santa, Santa Claus was fake, you know, before we knew all that stuff. Wouldn't it be nice to just be a kid again for like just a day? Wouldn't it be funny if this was like big and then I turned into a little kid? I <laughs> Just turned into a little kid over the podcast and it's just me being like, oh my God, I'm young again. Don't make the same mistakes. If you went back in life, like we'll do the whole RuPaul thing that he does on the finale of every episode. Like if you went back in life, what would you tell little Jade? What would you tell yourself? Because I almost feel like it's back to the future. Like if you tell yourself too much, like fuck stuff up and then it's all fucked up and then you never know what happens then. I wish, my biggest wish as a kid was, I wish I didn't want to fit in so badly. I wish I thought it was okay to like not give a fuck about what other people think about me. I think I would have gotten to this point faster. If you're a young kid and you're listening to this, you probably shouldn't be. But if you are, it's the coolest when you don't care about what other people think about you because really all that matters is how you feel about yourself. And that's what you emanate and that's what people grab onto. If you spend too much time thinking about what other people think about you, you get lost because other people are just thinking about themselves. Nobody gives a fuck about you. There's a grunt. There's a a drunk. There's a drunk girl wandering the hallways. Another kind of having a fight. I wonder if I can go out there and get it so you guys can hear it. Come with me on this journey towards drunk women in the hallway. Oh, here we go. Are they still out here? Let's. Uh... Nope. The fight's done. Wow. Next on this super anticlimactic podcast, I'll let you guys hear some water drip. Jesus. I thought we were going to get some drama. There's nothing better than hearing other people fight, right? Oh my God. That's like kind of my favorite. Maybe that's why I love Real Housewives, but I, um, I love hearing people fight. Oh, it's so juicy. The drama. Um, also, oh my gosh, bravo, bravo. We haven't done that in a minute. Uh, there was a new episode of New York. Leah lost her shit. She got really upset and I understand. I mean, she's lost her grandmother she was going through some stuff you know and she just she just lost it it would be hard to have those moments on tv as I'm like literally talking about my life onto a podcast but I don't know I feel like I feel like it's getting kind of it got kind of wild it got kind of wild on this last episode poor Sonia I just wanted to I just wanted to find a man I, I never thought I would say that but I just want to see her happy with some dude hanging out. Somebody buys her town. Somebody buy fucking Sonia's townhouse, please. Get it off the market so she can live a happy life. She needs a win. Miss Morgan needs a win. When I was in New Orleans, I walked by the Morgan house and I was like, ooh, daddy. It's probably the nicest one. Also, the bachelorette's back, huh? I'm way behind. But I watched the first episode and you know who's always like the the standouts for me? sadly are always like the real gimmicky ones because that is so much commitment that you need to have one to decide to be on that show already it's like you know yourself and you don't give a fuck like yellow for real but like two committing to a character for that long is really really difficult but anyway so I love this on this bachelor I don't know if you guys seen or this bachelorette on this bachelorette I don't know if you guys have seen it but there was one guy that was in this huge box and they just wheeled out the box. And she was like, hello, is he going to pop out of the box? Everyone's like anticipating, like, is this guy going to pop out of the box? Like, is he going to be dressed as a creepy clown? You know, somebody was like doing the whole, like stirring it up, like ding, 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 you know? And then he goes, hey, I'm whatever. I'm Matt or Brad or whatever, you know, Steve, whatever their names are. And he's like, if you want to meet me, you're going to have to wait to open this box inside. And she's like, okay. And we're all like, okay. And then the entire time, all the guys are hanging out inside, getting to know each other, you know, measuring dicks and whatnot. And the dude is still in the fucking box just with this tiny hole. Like he's completely committed to the box. And then finally she gets him out and he's actually like pretty cute. I thought he's either going to be like, you know, very unattractive or like very confident and attractive. And he was, he was very cute but still it's like, really? Like what's up with a box gimmick? Like, are you feel like you're missing something? And like one year I remember there was a guy in a stray jacket. I think it was last year. And he stayed in the stray jacket like the entire time. Like their first conversation was while he was wearing a stray jacket. Like, come on, dude. I get the joke, but it's like, then take it off. There was a guy dressed as a cat. And he kept doing all these little cat things, which I thought was funny, but then like they made out and she's just got like his cat whisk whiskers all over her face. I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. And then I kind of feel ridiculous for watching it. I'm like, I should be reading a book. I really should. Ah, caffeine today is brought to you by no caffeine at all water. I'm trying to sleep for once. Do you think it's gross that I take a water bottle to the airport and I fill it in the drinking fountain? Not the one that you like put your mouth to unless I need to, but like I do the bottles thing. Do you think that's gross? Because sometimes it does taste weird, but I also, I got ice from the ice maker at this hotel. Who knows? when the last time that thing was cleaned now, I'm just like, I'm COVID made me very, very much more unaware, much more aware. I mean, of everything that was like just Disgusting. Even though I meet anybody, I just go in for a hug now. I'm just like, let's connect. Let's connect. I can do like four or five people, but a party, no thanks. I went to an art show the other day with my friend and had like a tiny panic attack. I, I did have a weed candy before I went, which like no big deal. I have them all the time. It was like a five, like not even a strong weed candy. But I had this overwhelming feeling that everyone was like looking at my mouth. <laughs> well, because it's weird. We've had this basically this like mouth cover, you know, we've had, ma- we've had masks and I'm always kind of self-conscious about how my breath smells and like if I'm spitting on people or if like my lips are dry or I don't know. I had like a zit. And I just felt like people were staring at me. Like I was wearing a skirt and I could feel like when, like, you know, it's like, you can tell when someone's like kind of looking at you, like kind of checking you out. And I could just like, I could feel like a couple of dudes checking me out. And I like, I don't know. The, I wasn't like ready to receive the energy maybe. I don't know. I was just like, I mean, it was probably the fucking weed candy. Who are we kidding? Like Jade, just stop, just stop doing weed before you go to events. But like, just had a tiny bit, but then I, you know, people are having these like, art conversations. And I think that's when I was like, oh, I can't handle this. And I had to like go outside. And then we had the most beautiful steak dinner. We ate so much steak. We overordered. And then I woke up at like three in the morning the next night with some meat sweats like I've never seen before in my life. I didn't even know those meat sweats. Who have I become? I'm like now old and I get the meat sweats and I have acid reflux. And I went to acupuncture and I'm almost cured. Every time I go, I'm like, wow, I'm cured. And then it just happens again. And I'm like, what do I do? And then it's like, just go to fucking acupuncture. It's like, I never learn. Like after 37 years, like I still forget that I'm going to get my period. Like I'm moody and I'm like, why am I feeling like this? It's like, we never learn. I read a theory once that people have where there's, you know, where everything's already happened. Kind of like big bang theory, similar where, Everything's already happened. My friend Ben Ward is into this. Everything's already happened and we're just kind of reliving, like re-seeing it. Like we're not, nothing original is actually happening. Like this has all happened. And that's their whole theory behind deja vu. But I don't believe it. I think deja vu is just the left part of your brain and the right part of your brain thinking at different times, you know, taking in the information at different times. But maybe there is something to that. And, you know, parallel universes and, and are these aliens coming, guys? Are these aliens coming out? Are we going to Mars? Is it just going to be like Grimes hanging out with fucking Kim Cattrall and Mars just hanging out? I never knew who Grimes was. Really until, late, you know, lately obviously all, with all the Elon Musk stuff, but um, everyone's making fun of her for that video that she did, but I just really wanted to do impressions, so I just kind of like dove very deep into her. And Dude, she has a million... Millions and millions of followers she has one video where she has it has sixty nine million views and it's like a good video. it's like a pretty good video, but the music's just very like am I missing something what am I missing you guys what am I missing? I feel like I work so hard. <laughs> I want to hang out with Kim Gurell and Grimes in Mars. do I need to just like make music that's more like hers? People just find their shit and they cruise. Like, I watched the Friends reunion. I'm still all about that, by the way, since the last podcast. Still all about it. Everybody else is still about it, by the way. Howard Stern's going to have all the women from the show on his show. So it's like people are feeling the Friends thing because, you know, the 90s are so nostalgic for us. It was such an easier time. Such an easier time when we only had AIDS killing people, not COVID too. God, I'm dark, but, um, yeah, like, can you imagine you do, you you do that one pilot that just goes and it, it's your entire career. And I mean, I, maybe I'm jaded, but I've just done so many things that have gotten me so close. And then it's like, so I don't think it's even about that anymore. I think I just actually like have to enjoy the process. Otherwise I'm going to become very bitter. Like I'm finally just being like, there's not a, You're not trying to get to any hill. Like the climbing is what it is. I think if I don't accept that, I'm going to be miserable. I'm going to die a miserable person, never getting to this weird point that I always thought that I should get to. That's like such a bullshit thing. Just be happy. Just like enjoy life. I don't want to feel like I'm treading water or like climbing towards something. I don't even know what it is. I'm just staring at my weird little kitchenette. I feel bad that I'm admitting this, but sometimes when I go to hotel rooms, I say that I'm diabetic so I can get a refrigerator. Is that bad? Oh my God, that's too much of a confession. I don't know if I should keep that in. What's the time code? I'll do the Stevie thing. What's the time code? 35, can we, we need to cut that out. That's way too, that's rude. That's rude to people who actually need it. Wow, tomorrow it is supposed to be 117 degrees outside. And guys, let me remind you, it is June and we can fry an egg outside. What's August going to be like? Are we just all going to melt? We're all going to be like Alex Mack? <laughs> Remember that show where she was like, turned it to like silver goo and was just like, we're well, going down the drain. I don't want to be Alex Mack. Help. I don't want us all to melt. I don't even know how I'm going to walk Cheryl. She's sleeping behind me like, hiding her little face, like enough of this. Um, There is a new puppy in my building. One of the, my neighbors has a puppy. She already has this poodle, this brown poodle, so cute. And she got this new little dog and he's like really tiny little puppy. And I've never seen my dog, Cheryl, she's an eight pound chihuahua. I've never seen her really play with any other dogs because I think she gets overwhelmed and like scared and just like barks and then kind of goes away and tries to get on my lap. But because these two little poodles are so tiny, I think she feels like kind of finally safe, like she can be the alpha, you know? So she's playing with these little dogs and they're like playing and barking at each other and rolling around. It's so cute. And then like Cheryl gets some confidence all of a sudden and I see her like look at this dog and she like starts knocking it down with her paw, like with her nose too. She's like putting her nose into the dog's back and then like knocking it down with her hand. And I'm like, Cheryl, oh my God, what are you doing? And then she's trying to hump it. She tried to hump the puppy. I was like, Cheryl, you're trying to fuck this baby dog? Are you kidding me? I thought I had raised you better than that. But, you know, you can't pick your type. But, yeah, it was really funny. And now every time we walk by the area where that happened, she's like looking around like, where's that baby I fucked? Where's that puppy? I need some more of that puppy. So I set up some play dates. (laughs) (laughs) that's so wrong. So I set up some play dates so my dog could bully this other dog. No, it was very cute. It was nice to see her play. It's like after having her for five years or four years, I've never seen her do that. Like it's crazy seeing your dog do something that you've never seen them do. You're like, oh my God, there's so much more within you. Should I start training you? Should you be a circus dog? Is it within you? Are you a performer? When she started yelping today, I was like, somebody bring her to me. Like I get so worried. And this bed is really high. And so when she jumps off of it it sounds like she just splat to the ground. I'm like, "Cheryl, oh my god. I'm going to have to ta- like I'm going to have to start coming out with little stairs when I travel with her. That's who I'm becoming, guys. That's who I am now. I'm the lady with inflatable stairs for my mini pincher chihuahua dog that I bring on the road with me so she doesn't hurt her hips. I don't want her hips to get hurt. I don't know if I'm going to put this out. I'm not lying. I don't know. I don't know. I feel self-conscious about it now. I feel like it's been weird. But you know what? The last episode was really personal, and I feel like some of you guys dug it. You were into it. I shared my Reiki experience. But there is going to be a serious shakeup with Jaded coming very soon. Um, As long as 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 I finish this hour and it's on its feet, I'm going to have time to do this. So I'm really excited. Um, I'm going to be posting about it nonstop. I apologize ahead of time. But... I did end up calling my special a jade is a jade. A lot of you guys were like, Hey, you got to You got to thank Stevie. And I have, of course I told him on the podcast that I was going to use it. It's a brilliant idea. It's called the jade is a jade. And please, 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 please please come. If you're in Los Angeles, I'm going to be shooting it at jam in the van, which is a venue in Santa Monica. It's an incredible venue. And it's, it's, this means a lot to me. Um, it means a lot to me. I don't know what's going to happen with it, how I'm going to distribute it. But if you're on my Patreon, I will distribute some of it early on there, obviously, and some behind the the scenes footage finally. And if you come to the show, we're going to be doing this thing at the door where I'm going to shoot every single person that comes in and ask them, what is a Jade? Um, Who is Jade to you? And you know, and I'm going to cut that all together. So I'm excited. And I want everybody that comes to the show to be a part of the, the special. So it would mean a lot if you guys came out and, uh, you know, if you're a part of it, I'm thinking about st- starting to sell merch. What do you guys think? Cause I have some design ideas for some cute stuff I want to do. So you tell me, you know, communicate with me, tell me how you feel. This is for you guys. It's for me too. Who, are, who am I lying? It's all for me. No, it's for you too. But I'm, I'm learning as I go. And, I'm really, really excited about starting all the film stuff and getting the studio together slowly and really, really going to give my attention to this in a bit. And um, yeah, if you haven't signed on, please do go and subscribe. It really helps. I didn't know that, but I guess it really, really helps the podcast to get seen if you guys subscribe. And I have a few... New Patreon, so I want to thank you guys so much for uh, coming on. You know, our bunch is getting bigger soon. We're going to be able to fight zombies together. Really, like we're becoming a little army. If I had an army, what would they be called? The Jaders, the J- the Jaderons. What's a cute name? We need to come up with a name. You know, because like Lady Gaga has her little monsters. Justin Bieber has. I forget what the Biebers are. Are they Biebs? I forget what they are. Um But I feel like we should come up. The Jaders, the Jadeds, the Jaded ones, the Jadies, the Jades. Do you know that that's how I used to say my name in Spanish? It's Jade, but, and I think it's still pretty, but then when you say it in French, it's kind of aggressive. It's like Jade, Jade. Um, but I'm logging on to my Patreon right now just to give a little shout out to my patrons. Ooh, it's that time of the show where I look at your names and I pronounce them wrong. My patrons. All right. Here we go. Here we go. I'm on my Patreon now. The internet is as slow as my patience. Guys, big, big shout out. I love you guys so much. Thank you to Chris Brandt, Another podcast network. Jeff, sideline star Sam. I see you. Thank you for the comments this week. Made me feel so good. Thank you, G. Collins, Zach Childs, my man. Dub dub it up, dub. Joe Segale, Ace Poet, 01, dude. You know what, you say you're a poet, but I haven't got a poem yet, so I'm rating I'm waiting for that poem. And of course, Z- Matt Zo okay, I'm gonna say your name wrong again. No, that's not I'm not I'm not gonna do you dirty like that. Matt Zofchak. 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 Matt Zofchak. Zofchak. Matt Zofchak. You're the man. You're my OG, and I'm never gonna forget you. Um, thank you. Thank you guys doing this. It, it really helps me out. It just, it helps me see that I got to keep going, you know, and I got to keep pushing and I got to keep making it better again, again, start to send, um, guest ideas for me because we're getting everything scheduled for, um, for August. We're going to be having, you know, doing all guests that month. So please, please send me ideas for people you want to see and send me ideas for podcasts. You want to see me on, I'm your puppet. I'm your puppet. Guys, I've done enough damage to your psyche and to mine. You've been jaded. Bye. Hey, jaded, jaded like you anticipated. Hey, haters gonna hate it and yeah, it's X-rated. Let my words get you faded. Jaded. Mano, vamos ficar jadeada. Ah, vamos lá.